0: John F. Kennedy was elected in the fall of 1960 and was inaugurated in January 1961. He was the youngest president ever elected, and he took over for the man who was then the oldest president ever to serve in office, Dwight D. Eisenhower. For Kennedy's supporters, it was the beginning of a new era. So says Dr. Stephen Wagner, a professor of history at Missouri Southern State University.
1: He even said in his inaugural address in January 1960, he used the phrase "the torch has been passed," and that, I think that there was very much a reference to the fact that here's this young man, the generation that had fought World War II, taking over from the previous generation, the the men who had led the United States in that war. So I think there was really a conscious belief that, that a new era was beginning in 1960.
0: Tomorrow, we'll talk about the first major crisis in JFK's administration, the Bay of Pigs invasion. Steve Smith, News Talk KZRG. JFK's administration was not spared its share of controversy and crises. One such crisis was the ill-fated Bay of Pigs invasion in Cuba in early 1961. It proved to be a monumental failure. MSSU Professor of History, Dr. Stephen Wagner
1: this was a operation that had been planned during the eisenhower administration uh, by the cia training anti-castro cuban exiles in central america uh, planning to transport them to cuba where they would uh, have the support of American air cover they they were really hoping that their arrival there would lead to an uprising of the Cuban people against the Castro government kennedy made made some changes there was no uh, air cover. Another thing that had happened was that uh, Castro had been tipped off and the Cuban army was was essentially waiting for them. About 400 of them were killed on the beach. Another 1,200 of them were taken prisoner. And most importantly, there was no general uprising of the Cuban people. Yeah, so just an, an absolute fiasco. That's the word that usually is used to describe it.
0: But an even bigger crisis was to come. More on that tomorrow. Steve Smith, News Talk KZRG. In the fall of 1962, the U.S. discovered Russian nuclear installations in Cuba. JFK demanded they be removed. For 13 days, the crisis brought the U.S. and the Soviet Union to the brink of nuclear war. Finally, the Soviet Union backed down. Dr. Stephen Wagner tells us more.
1: It worked out okay, and it's even possible to tell the story of the Cuban Missile Crisis
0: uh, and have
1: Kennedy be the hero. Those Russian missile-bearing ships did, in fact, Turn back but um it was Far more dangerous, I think, than we sometimes remember. This was a situation that could easily have escalated into a nuclear exchange. The Soviet officers in Cuba had been given permission to launch without a direct order from Moscow in the event that communications were cut off. And so if, for example, the United States had gone with an airstrike, which was considered those uh, Russian officers on site might have launched a nuclear missile at the United States,
0: More tomorrow. I'm Steve Smith, News Talk KZRG. The man arrested for John F. Kennedy's assassination was 24-year-old Lee Harvey Oswald. At the time, Oswald was working at the Texas School Book Depository. Another employee there was Buell Wesley Frazier, then only 19 years old. He clearly remembers the day when he was called to the boss's office and was asked to train a new
2: employee. That employee was Lee Harvey Oswald. I never had met uh, Lee Oswald before that day, but the thing I liked about Lee was that he was always on time. He was smart. He was a quick learner. He wasn't a slacker. He um, did anything you asked him to do. And we worked together, and then on the weekends, he would ride home with me on Friday afternoon. Tomorrow, we'll hear more from
0: Buell Wesley Frazier, the man who ultimately drove Oswald to work on the day John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Steve Smith. News Talk KZRG. Buell Wesley Frazier was only 19 years old in 1963 when he met Lee Harvey Oswald on the job at the Texas School Book Depository in Dallas. About a month later, Oswald was accused of killing President John F. Kennedy. Frazier, who has written a book about his life and experiences, says Oswald was an unlikely suspect who had a way with children.
2: All the children in the neighborhood soon learned that Lee would ride home with me on Friday. My sister's three small children used to go up the street to play with uh, Lee and the other children in the neighborhood. And they were all excited about Friday because one thing because uh, Mr. Lee, as they called him, was there and he used to play games with them under the big oak tree. The tree is still there. I often say to myself, if that tree could talk, all oh, the stories it could probably tell you.
0: Frazier says he thinks Oswald was probably innocent. His book, Steering Truth, is available online and in bookstores nationwide. Steve Smith, News Talk KZRG.